It's Tuesday, February 7, 2012. Whacked out winter weather 2012. Record cold in Europe. It's now minus 11 and many people in this queue of traffic have been here for over 12 hours. Record warm in the U.S. We're on pace now to have our warmest winter on record. The most anti-environment Republican Party ever. Plus... Yeah, it's halftime America. And our second half's about to begin. Forget halftime. It's the greenest Super Bowl yet. All of that and more straight ahead, punk. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. And once again, Phil saw his shadow predicting six more weeks. Damn it! I don't know about you, but I cannot take six more weeks of 55 degrees. This is your Green News Report. I am sick and tired of wearing these heavy winter sandals. Okay, Des, we're out west in California. It's almost always warm out here, but the rest of the country, a warmer-than-usual winter, to say the least. Yes, and it's also drier, and if that continues, it can cause drought later on this year. More on that in a moment, but first... Unless there's a, a, a valid and legitimate and compelling governmental purpose, I don't know why the government owns so much of this land. That was Republican presidential candidate Mitt Romney unclear on the concept of public lands in a meeting with the editorial board of the Reno Gazette Journal. Colorado and Minnesota caucuses are on Tuesday this week, and Romney might want to know that in Colorado, 93% of voters believe public lands are, quote, an essential part of Colorado's economy and are in favor of tourism, mining, and natural resources being managed for the public good with the revenues going to the public. And that includes 75% of Colorado's so-called Tea Partiers. Romney's rival for the Republican nomination, Representative Ron Paul, went even further, telling Nevadans he opposes all public ownership of federal lands, saying that public lands should go to the states and be sold off to private owners. I want as much land to be turned, federal land to be turned over to the state as possible, and I don't want the federal government dictating to, to, to Nevada, period. But surprise, public lands are enshrined in the property clause of the Constitution. The what? Yes, the Constitution, because the framers believed in managing the public commons for the public good, all of the public. Are you saying Ron Paul failed to read the Constitution? Apparently, or maybe he just doesn't care. On Capitol Hill, the League of Conservation Voters Environment Report Card is out, confirming that this Congress is the most anti-environmental Congress ever. Check out your representatives' grades at lcv.org. Meanwhile, the whacked-out extreme weather continues, as predicted with global warming. Australia is now seeing its second year in a row of record flooding in New South Wales. And in the Northern Hemisphere, a deep, persistent cold snap extending from the UK across to the Ukraine has killed at least 360 people so far, with record-breaking cold temperatures and snowfall, snow as far south as the Mediterranean coast, cutting off supply routes and snarling transportation. It's now minus 11 and many people in this queue of traffic have been here for over 12 hours. They're cold, they're tired, they're hungry, and many are now starting to run out of fuel. So, it's cold out in Europe, 
Clearly, that means there's no global warming, right? Except here in the U.S., where that's in direct contrast to our exceptionally mild winter. Snowfall is well below average in the U.S. due to a particularly extreme Arctic weather pattern known as the Arctic Oscillation. Some scientists are theorizing that the massive loss of sea ice in the Arctic may be changing the jet stream as open water absorbs more of the sun's heat and warms the atmosphere. January 2012 was the fourth warmest January for the lower 48, according to the National Snow and Ice Data Center. Meteorologist Jeff Masters of Weather Underground tells NPR that if current trends hold, winter 2012 is shaping up to be the warmest winter on record for the continental U.S., and he can no longer predict what will happen next. I've been a meteorologist for 30 years, and when I look at the atmosphere over the last couple years, it's really not the atmosphere I know anymore. Finally, did you see Clint Eastwood's ad celebrating the comeback of the American auto industry? But we all pulled together. Now Motor City is fighting again. Setting aside the predictable right-wing freakout and the claims that Eastwood is shilling for Obama, even though Eastwood is a registered Republican <laughs> who criticized the auto industry bailout and donated to John McCain in the 2008 presidential campaign, lost amid all of this ginned-up controversy was the fact that this Super Bowl was the greenest yet. The National Football League offset the greenhouse gas emissions from the electricity used at all six NFL venues by purchasing renewable energy certificates from Green Mountain Energy, a win power company. I should add to that Rush Limbaugh today is claiming that Clint Eastwood was conned into doing that commercial. I'd like to see Rush say that to Clint Eastwood's face. Oh, come on. Make my day. For more on all of our stories today and those we didn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News since our Super Bowl ad money just hasn't shown up yet. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Sing it, Clint. I talk to the trees But they don't listen to me I talk to the stars But they never hear me